Hi, I'm Roswell. You might know me from the talks and meditations I publish on a meditation app called Insight Timer. For those of you who don't know me, I am a rookie meditation artist, ambient musician, and aspiring philosophy student from Texas. Welcome to the Form and Substance podcast, where I read quotes, lyrics, and poetry about different life topics, presented as a dialogue or drama between the quoted individuals. All this along with offering a few deeper meanings and themes present amidst the works and sayings. The quotes I will share here convey ideas and expressions that have informed my insights, talks, and meditations, and have influenced the ways I reflect on and live my everyday life. I hope you'll feel inspired, as I have, by the ideas and perspectives presented in this show. Each episode will cover a different topic or school of thought. Today's episode topic is Awakening. Finally, I'd like to let you know that the following meeting and quote-unquote dialogue did not really happen, at least not as I've described in this episode and in future episodes of this podcast. The names are real historical figures, some living and some deceased, and these are their actual quotes taken from books, talks, and even tweets. But the rest is dramatization as to what might happen if they met together to share what they had to say on this episode's aforementioned topic, Awakening. It will be a speculative fiction symposium, if you will. With that said, I invite you to sit back, relax, and let your imagination explore this meeting of minds. Let's start the show. But of course, most sleeping people will say that they have an aim and that they are going somewhere, says G.I. Gurdjieff, an Armenian-born mystic and spiritual teacher. As he stands, he places the book of his teachings, titled In Search of the Miraculous, down on the dark wooden desk. Gurdjieff, incidentally, did not write this book of teachings himself, but felt that his student, P.D. Opensky, did a well enough job of summarizing the work that it was worth referencing. Gurdjieff looked up from the corner of his eye at the others seated near him in the book-laden study, assuring to himself that he has their attention before continuing, saying, The realization of the fact that he has no aim, and that he is not going anywhere, is the first sign of the approaching awakening of a man or of awakening becoming really possible for him. Awakening begins when a man realizes that he's going nowhere and does not know where to go. With that, Gurdjieff bows, lowering himself into his seat as another man nods his head in concurrence. A moment passes in silence. I scan around, wondering who will take the floor next and offer their own perspective on the symposium's topic of awakening. 
the head nodder stands next, and it is none other than Joseph Campbell, an American writer and mythologist. He offers the room a kind smile, and meets each pair of eyes with his own, before saying, pointing up with his index finger, a teacher's finger. <clears throat> when we quit thinking primarily about ourselves and our own self-preservation, we undergo a truly heroic transformation of consciousness. He lays his hands flat on the desk, his eyes clear and discerning. We're in a freefall into the future. We don't know where we're going. Things are changing so fast, and always when you're going through a long tunnel, anxiety comes along. And all you have to do to transform your hell into paradise is to turn your fall into a voluntary act. It's a very interesting shift of perspective, and that's all it is. Joyful participation in the sorrows. And everything changes. Nikki Rowe, an Australian author, wearing a beautiful flowing dress and a flower in her hair, crosses her legs at the ankle and lifts her gaze up from the table. She catches Campbell's eye, who nods down his head and lifts a hand towards her in a go-ahead gesture. He sits, she stands, and shares about awakening in her own words. You learn who you are by unlearning who they taught you to be. Self-discovery is the most empowering time of your life. You remember who you are, and you become the best version of yourself. She pauses and continue softer, as if sharing a secret. But, what they forget to tell you is, to get to a point of pleasure, you must face the pain. I find pain rather beautiful. It has a chaotic way of shaking up everything we once ignored, to empower us to move past anything that doesn't serve the best of us anymore. Once Roe is seated, all three, Gurdjieff, Campbell, and Roe, look towards Ram Das, who sits at the edge of the study, his back to a wall of books, on the floor with his legs folded in the lotus position. This American spiritual teacher peeks out from closed eyes for only a moment before a knowing smile flits across his face. He takes his time to unfold his legs and stand to his feet, as the others wait patiently. When Doss reaches the center of the room, he leans against the desk, and with a gentle raise of his open, upturned palm and a nod towards Roe, states, Suffering is a part of our training program for becoming wise. Everything in your life is there as a vehicle for your transformation. He clears his throat and turns, <clears throat> addressing the group as a whole. The spiritual journey is individual, highly personal. 
it can't be organized or regulated. It isn't true that everyone should follow one path. Start from where you are, not where you wish you were. Be here now. The work you're doing becomes your path. Listen to your own truth. In a smooth motion, he picks up the book in search for the miraculous and cracks it open. He smiles at each one of his companions then, with his gaze gently falling onto the pages of the book, settles in for a good read. Hi, it's Roswell here again. Before we wrap up the show, I want to share with you the insights that I've personally drawn out of the quotes made by Gurdjieff, Campbell, Rowe, and Das. According to the authors Gurdjieff and Campbell, it seems like there is a sense of preoccupation that is lost as a prerequisite for awakening or for the onset of awakening. As if Awakening happens when one finds herself with a lot less direction, drive, and claims of certainty. There's no need to run when you've got nowhere to run to, and no place to run from. You are in a free fall into the future, as Campbell says, and you're learning through experience that that's okay to be simply aware of that. In my life, I've seen that as you become more comfortable with the feeling of uncertainty and lostness, you take in life in a new way. For anyone who's tired of running, or for anyone who feels lost, this is a reminder that life can be miraculous, transformative even, in moments of acceptance, stillness, and open awareness. Roe and Das speak on the personal path, the individualized nature of awakening, the seeking out of you versus the blending in with the collective, and of course the challenge of pain or sorrow that comes with this. A student of life can find value in this as it reminds us that although following the path the group has organized or taught can be a way to get by, or can simply be a way to continue the status quo. Going one's own way and seeking a personal path is a way to learn yourself, to awaken to who you are in a more expansive way. The pain will come, but it will give way to wisdom and personal empowerment. If you can start from where you are and continue to tune in to your own truth along the way. I hope you'll be inspired to create your own original thoughts about awakening and what it means to you. That's our last bit of musing for this episode. Thank you for listening, and please, please stick around for a few words of deep gratitude and where to connect with me and share with me 
coming up after this music break. Big, big shout out to my Insight Timer community of friends and followers. Thank you to everyone who shared an encouraging word or comment with me on the app. It's because of your support that I felt confident enough to start this podcast. Y'all are consistently planting seeds in me and nurture them. I will. My thanks also goes out to my housemate, Rissa, who read over my scripts, gave feedback, and thereby helped me form this podcast structurally. Thank you to Roe, Campbell, Das, and Gurdjieff, of course, who have provided the show with great substance. This episode was written, edited, and recorded several times, I might add, by me, resident perfectionist Roswell Asanibe. Thanks, me. Please check me out on Inside Timer if you're new. You can connect with me there through my profile. Just search for Roswell Asani Bay or visit insighttimer.com slash involumes. If you have any suggestions for future topics, please send them my way in the comments or find me on Insight Timer, what have you. Finally, I've shared links to the books and or media referenced in this episode in the show notes or description. Check them out and expand your mind. Next episode, join me as I share form and substance on the topic of humanity. Bye for now.